When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Number I just one. thought I'd change it up. <laughs> Use that code PHNX and celebrate Devin Armani Booker. hey Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for joining us. The Phoenix Suns defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight, 132 to 101. Thank you, Devin Booker. He heard the news that KD was not going to play last minute in tonight's game, and he said, I got you. You're going to have a great night. Those pricey tickets you paid for, I'm going to make sure you got your money's worth. I'm going to give you a show. And I believe what he was really saying was, to everybody wondering whose city and whose team this is, it's still mine, thank you very much. (laughs) It's mine, Devin Booker's, don't you forget. I mean, maybe. I would like to think it was more just he wanted to put on a really good experience for everyone who was in that building. That's what I'm going with. I think it was just Devin Booker doing Devin Booker things. I mean, honestly, it was just just Devin Booker doing Devin Booker I I agree. It was Devin Booker doing Devin Booker things for sure. It was also the Oklahoma City Thunder. (laughs) This this is true. And it was Armani mode. I mean, he flipped the switch and he went full Armani mode. All right, let's dive into this one a little bit. Obviously, we mentioned that Kevin Durant did not play in tonight's game. He slipped during pregame warm-ups, and the team decided to keep him out of the game tonight due to some ankle soreness. We will hopefully get some updates from Gerald Bourget, who will be joining us later in the show uh, from the Footprint Center after talking to Monty and the team. But before we hear from him, let's talk more about our guy, Devin Booker, because he did put on quite the show tonight. He finished with 44 points, 17 of 23 shooting. My goodness was Devin on one. What did you like that you saw from him tonight? Um, He, I mean, the offense flows through him. So it's easy for him to get into a rhythm uh, when he's on, when he, when he starts off solid and, and listen, man, he was, he was amazing tonight. I mean, he's, he makes it, he makes it look so easy, and then even the the difficult shots, he makes those look easy. And when he's hitting threes, it's over. There, there's, there's like maybe two guys in the league that could come close to even trying to slow him down at that point because when he's in his bag hitting threes like that, it's just there's not a lot of people that can guard him. No, I mean, there used to be uh, back in the 80s, Vinny, the microwave Johnson. Uh I don't know what cooks faster than a microwave, but Devin Booker's that guy. 
<laughs> I mean, when he gets going, there's just you know he's gonna have that kind of night. You talk about the three point shooting though. I had to laugh. He went six of ten. Always. He can't get over that six three pointers made mark in the regular season. He just can't do it. I thought tonight was gonna be the night. It wasn't, but that's all right. I mean, he did everything that you could have asked, and he added in those four assists and three rebounds. You got to wonder if he didn't have those four fouls, just how many more points right. he would add. I think we saw saw a fifty plus night from him because well, he would have played more of that third quarter. Not only that, but I mean, I would love to see the stats on Devin Booker's high scoring games and the amount of foul trouble he gets into because it seems like every time he's on a heater, he picks up these like crazy fouls and he's he has like three or four or five in a game and i'm like damn it but uh you know and and also if oklahoma city had shea gilgis alexander and kept the game at least a remotely close in the fourth quarter then maybe devin gets an opportunity to get to 60 because he he looked like he was an easy 60 tonight yeah like if if he would have just had the opportunity but we'll settle for 44 when you consider 28 minutes i mean that's all he played in this Uh, and he was super efficient a 17 to 23 I think we easily could have seen 60 if if he had played in that in that third quarter. I mean, he falls 16 short, but he he was out for a good chunk of that quarter. Yeah. I, but you gotta love it. Like th- this guy can do pretty much anything uh, when he gets hot like this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also think the best part of this whole thing was. Late in the fourth quarter, when Monty was going to sub him out, he was like low key hiding. He was so TJ Warren corner. couldn't corner, see him, yeah. so Monty couldn't sub him out because Book was like, "Let me cook. <laughs> as if, let me keep going, as, Monty. Why not?" As if TJ Warren would get out on the court and be like, "Where the hell's Devin at? I don't, hey, where, where do I do, Monty?" And Monty's like, "I don't know where he went. <laughs> Just come back out." Like, no, I, what? I I I feel like Book's at the point where he should have been able to wave him off I once, know, right? And been like, "Give me two more." And I think maybe if KD mm. hadn't rolled his ankle earlier in the night uh and that wasn't fresh in the minds he may have been able to pull that off but knowing that it happened it would have looked very monty would have looked derelict of his responsibilities if he had let devin booker stay out there any longer than he did if he had if i mean they were up by 28 at that point when he came out i think and if 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 devin would have got hurt in that next 30 seconds we would have we would have roasted him roasted him absolutely just roasted him yeah. For sure. So he made Although the right on call. the flip side, yeah, he made the right decision. But on the flip side, it's a little bit more fun. Like this super chat here from, I don't know how to pronounce this name. I-S-A-I? Isa? Isa? Isaiah? That's how you pronounce Isaiah? Isn't there like it's two either Isaiah, Isaiah? Or, or Isai. Isai? Isai makes sense. Um, well, thank you for your super chat. We do appreciate <laughs> it. Let me know Hernandez. how to pronounce it, please. In the chat said, Monty for the Batman sequel. Hashtag Mr. Freeze. I wouldn't say it was a freeze Listen, tonight. We get it, but it's fun. It's more fun. It's more fun to imagine what book could have had had he been able to play as many I mean, minutes as he normally did. Listen, if we're going to call Monty Mr. Freeze, then we got to give him an alternate an alternate ego because when he put Terrence Ross in, that was the opposite of a freeze. But hold on. I get that, but it, Devin Booker... The only guy that could stop him tonight was Monty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he or pulled himself. him he pulled him with the fouls, which I would have just said, screw it. Go ahead. Keep playing. <laughs> you're you're the guy that's out here doing it all. Uh, if you foul out, I think we'll be all right. Uh because you're gonna give us such a big lead, we should be okay. And then he pulled him out at the end. So I'm I'm gonna say Monty was the only one that could stop him. So Mr. Freeze still counts. Even though we do agree he 
made the right call. You know, now what now what Monty really needs to freeze is what? What does he need to go freeze? Kevin Durant's ankle. Yeah. Hey, look at that. That's where I'm, I'm going, like, buddy. What? I'm confused. No. Where are we going with this? You need ice on that ankle. I yeah. see. I see. I was like, are you trying to set me up for an ad read already? <laughs> My goodness. Thanks. Nope. We've been uh, together for a year and a half, Lindsay. You still don't know nope, my wavelengths. I'm scared uh, that I do. <laughs> we did get a really cool nugget. Another accomplishment for Devin Booker tonight Let's as well. Let's not use the word nugget anymore on this show. The word nugget is it banned. It is banned. Okay, fine. We did get another tidbit. Hey. Hey, now. Another accomplishment for Devin Booker tonight. He is now the first Suns player in franchise history to record four straight 35-plus point games. Barkley and Charlie Scott were the only two guys to do it three times. Mm -hmm. People don't realize how good of a scorer Charlie Scott was back uh, in the 70s for this team. He was uh, elite. But Devin Booker, once again, rewriting the Suns record books. I Anybody that doesn't see this path that he's on to be the greatest son of all time uh, is purposefully closing their eyes. And I think, you know, the, the only guy that may be doing it is Charles Barkley because he doesn't want to lose that seat. So Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just have to pass the torch. And if there is somebody to pass it to, Devin Booker alongside Kevin Durant is not a bad place to pass that torch to. Not, not bad it could at all. be a lot worse. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Isai. Isai. Okay. Thank you. you appreciate it. Isai. Thank you for your super chat. We, we do appreciate that. We didn't get the phonetic spelling beforehand, so we apologize. Yeah. All right. We do have one additional super chat to talk about real quick. This one's from Cesar. They said, Four-game winning streak, all thanks to Espo's lucky purple pants. Never wash them again. Oh, I have three pairs of these. This isn't. Do you? This isn't me wearing the same pair of pants constantly. Uh, there's three pairs of them. So I love rotate. that. I can relate to that because I have like 85 pairs of the exact same black pants. I feel like so I, I get might, it. I feel like I might go full traditional Joker, not this bullshit they got in Denver. If we play that team we can't name in the playoffs, I may go. The jacket to go with the pants and uh, just uh, you know, go full, full purple. Here. All right, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, we got to give it to him. We may as well crown the king of the game. You know who it is. It's of course Devin Booker, the man himself. As we mentioned, 44 points, 17 of 23 from the field, six of 10 from deep. Congratulations to Devin Booker. Thank you for putting on a show and making what was a very sad and somber beginning to this evening <sighs> much better and much more enjoyable could have been a very rough night <sighs> i'm still not over it we'll we'll have a little bit more therapy over it but hopefully gerald will come on with some good been, news it could have been worse uh also the DraftKings picks of the game were pretty solid tonight uh i'm just gonna go ahead and say i enjoyed this one uh, Saul, RIP to your 108 some odd dollar lead. 91 cents. Because Espo and I are back in it. Espo and I both hit our bets tonight. You took a huge swing of yeah, what? Plus 70,000? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Unfortunately for you and thankfully for us, it did not hit. Yes. But what does the leaderboard look like now, Emma? What I'm still like? winning. But, oh. but look who's getting closer. Okay, so Saul is at $274.13. I am right there, Saul, at $270.04. And Espo, you are also creeping up a little bit more at $237. You nervous, Saul? Nope. 
Not nervous at all? Nope. Okay. You're going to take another large bet like that again? Like, mm, yeah, when I have there? another big lead, yes. He's, yeah. He's going to take a few Smiths here so yeah, yeah. I'm, think, I'm, to I'm, get the lead I'm, back I'm, I'm going to take, well, I have the lead already. No, to get get the lead back up. Oh, back up. <laughs> back yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goal, my goal by the end of the season is to hit a thousand. To hit a thousand. Okay. Is that including playoff run? No, because well? we no, haven't decided. No, we haven't we're decided about what the we're going to do playoff wise. I, I think we should just do regular season and then do a whole separate like brand new bracket for playoffs. Yeah. Well, Saul doesn't like betting on his team in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm a big. So fan. we got to kind of figure out what we'll do for that. But for now. In our regular season race on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, we are all right there. We had we had moments where each of us. I don't. Espo, did you ever really have a big lead? No. Uh, no, well, I I won big to take the lead, but okay. I didn't have a huge lead. Yeah. Well, so you big, and I, we, we've shit, had a lot of. Uh, but he didn't have a big oh, lead. Yeah. So but. did you? What you took? Both of you? What you I, took? Uh, like whoa, whoa, whoa. First small of all, leads. When when I took the lead, first of all, it was a it was a pretty sizable lead. Uh did I talk shit? Yes, you literally sent a video of me so, laughing. You literally That's sent you talking a video shit. Of, talking of me shit. laughing. You yeah, know and, times? Then, and then still... yesterday on the on the show, you were like, "I'm gonna wait till Lindsay's here to talk oh. my shit." Hold on, you literally you were driving a you car did. and took a video <laughs> laughing. Yeah. You risked life and limb to taunt. <laughs> so. Again. Did I talk shit? Yes. No. No, you laughed shit. I laughed totally shit. Different. There you go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyway, that's what our leaderboard is looking like. Uh, shout out to all of you guys who are, like, tweeting at me and everything <laughs> after Book hit the first <laughs> shot of the game tonight. Y'all made it really fun. If you guys want to create a competition with your friends or just have some fun on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, <laughs> make sure you download it right now and sign up with that code PHNX because new customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Again, with code PHNX, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for there's, details. There's one, you know, I, what I appreciate is, is Lindsay always gets gassed up. She has like the supporters of the entire PHNX Suns Nation behind her. And it's nice. It's nice when I get somebody like, hello in the chat. This is Lindsay taunted all the time. Saul gets his moment. Take your moment. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, thank you for recognizing the struggle that is me sitting next to these two and completely getting bombarded with trash talk. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So you've been nothing but a class act. <laughs> I appreciate all your efforts to stay refrained while Lindsay acted like a complete nutter hooligan as uh, she, whenever she took That's a lead so in this. When Saul left, you were like, this is perfect. This is way better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, know. Went, I, I saw the show. Oh, don't worry. I got Saul, it. Saul, you literally. I kept the receipts. Like, 70% <laughs> of the time, you are talking shit. Am I, though? Yes. What do you mean, Lindsay, am I, though? But, but it's That's like, literally what you do. But, like, I talk shit, and it's like, whatever. But, like, Lindsay, you're one of those people that when you talk shit, it's like it means it comes across almost personal. That's you know what I mean? Like the inflection of her voice. It's like she gets deep into your soul and she's like, you fucking suck. That's because she's good at insulting. I've honestly. No, it's it's like the tone of voice. It feels yeah. like it just it's like because it's worms its way. I want you to know. Yeah. So I, that's I, why I can't I lose. You to know. I have never heard Saul say a bad word on this show <laughs> or a curse word for that matter. I got I to go, uh, get that Devin Booker uh, like mama mentality going on, this, on these bets. All right. Well. 
that's uh, all the information that's going on over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Hopefully you guys can win a whole bunch of money over there. Just like the three of us are. We're all in the green and that's a positive. Also, speaking of money and free things, right? We like to hook it up for our listeners here at PHNX. And because we just signed a brand new partnership with our friends over at Circle K, we are teaming up to give one of you a $500 gas card. So all you have to do is text PHNX to 31310 for an opportunity to win a $500 gas card. See show notes for details, but make sure that you get entered into that because we want you guys to be able to win that that gas card. Yeah. Go on a nice road trip somewhere up north. Maybe this summer you can take advantage of it. Take the kids on a little vacay. I feel like we need a new segment called Gas Em Up, brought to you by Circle K. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah, I like that. We, we, I like that. Maybe we bury the flowers finally and we just gas them up a little bit. Wow. So you just get thrown my shit out. Like uh-huh. that. I see how yes. it is. Let me make this very clear. Anything that Lindsay does that if we can sponsor it and give another name to it, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> well, it happens. I'll change your name if I get enough cash. Oh, really? Yes. You think so? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to this game and take a step out. Look at the big picture here by seeing what's inside the box. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Well, as of right now, it's not Katie's ankle. We don't know yet. But it's a 132-101 Suns victory in the box. Thanks to, oh, thank Devin. Devin Booker. Suns shot 20 of 43 from three-point land. Yeah, that's right. 20 of 43. Hit five more than OKC, who were 15 of 43. The rebounding, oh, that went all to the Suns, too. 55 to 37. And the assist, well, that was a Molly Whopping as well. Suns had 31 assists to the 22 for OKC, and that is how you get a 132-101 victory for your Phoenix Suns. Um, I'm really glad you put three-point shooting in here because there was also one additional person who I feel like deserves to be gassed up okay two of them actually two additional people deserve flowers or to be gassed up no it's chris paul and terrence ross because when we're talking about three-point shooting chris paul was four of five tonight terrence ross was six of ten tonight and i want to start with chris paul because obviously that's been a topic of conversation quite a bit over the last couple Mm -hmm. of games his offensive contributions well tonight in a game where you really did need some, I mean, obviously Devin carried the load, but you needed other people to step up in Katie's absence. Chris Paul did. He finished with 18 tonight. He was six of eight from the field, four or five from deep. It was really good to see him get his shots tonight. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, we know that he doesn't have to be this Chris Paul night in, night out anymore because you have Book and you have KD, but it's still in there. And that's what's encouraging to me that he still went out there and, and found a way to have 18, nine went four or five from the field, even added in four rebounds. If you can see this on a night where it's needed, this is very encouraging because they'll come a night or two uh, in, in these playoff series where you're going to need Chris Paul to be this kind of guy. And the fact that we saw it is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul's Chris Paul. You know who I want to talk about. Landry you Shammett? give Chris Paul his <laughs> damn flower, Saul. You gas him up right See now. See what I mean? <laughs> How are you going to just gloss over Chris Paul tonight? Chris like, Paul, he's Chris fucking Paul, changed. Chris Paul shot very well tonight. Uh, two days rest. Uh, he bounces back after two days rest. He needs all his rest. 
Wow. He does. And he was fantastic tonight. I appreciated that. See what I'm saying? 70% of the time talking shit. But what I want to talk about is how everybody besmirched (laughs) my guy, Terrence Ross. Okay. Who showed up We can talk about it. In phenomenal fashion. Shooting and connecting on six of his threes. He was on a heater. Uh, Again, that's the kind of dude that you cannot leave open. And once he gets into the rhythm of everything... He's going to be just fine, and you will not be able to sag off of him in the corner because he can shoot as good as anybody in the league. So let me get this straight. You want to talk about the guy everybody else besmirches, not the guy that you besmirch. Yes. All right. I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> but no, Look, Terrence Ross, This again, this is exactly why you sign a guy like this, why you play him minutes like like you have since he got here because Terrence Ross can do this in short bursts. I mean, 23 minutes, 24 points. He will, I think, Eddie said T.J. Warren would be that guy in the playoffs to win a series. I think Terrence Ross, or excuse me, win a game in a series. I think Terrence Ross is going to be that guy because he can hit hit these threes. Uh, You know, he can do a lot of things. He's got the offensive ability for mid-range as well. Terrence Ross is a guy that will pay dividends throughout this year. You'll have some nights where he, where he's off, uh, and and that's going to happen. That's why he's on the bench and he's not starting for you. But he'll have nights like this, and it's going to come up big. I will say I was – I don't know that I would say I was down on Terrence Ross, but I was getting to the point where I was like, where is the Terrence Ross that we thought? was coming to this team. And I just needed to have more patience. That's really all it came down to was I needed to have more patience. I was starting to second guess Terrence Ross, especially after the other night and the defensive liability that kind of came with him. But again, as what you pointed out, well, if he's shooting like this, you don't really need that much defense if your offense looks like this from Terrence Ross. Obviously, you want to find a happy medium, but... I am really glad to see that Terrence Ross is finding his rhythm with the Suns. He's probably starting to pick up more of their verbiage and just how they play the game. And it's it's good to see him find that here. Yeah, look, yeah, if if Terrence Ross isn't great defensively, that's okay. As long as he's hitting a shot. Because what you need the bench to do, especially in these playoff series, is hold serve. You don't need them to extend the lead. If they do that, that's a bonus. But if they get, come into a game with a lead, you need them to just hold that lead. So if Terrence can score, Terrence's defense isn't that big of a concern uh, to me, quite frankly. And I was really impressed. Book, Terrence Ross, and CP3, 16 of 25 from deep tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a majority of uh, of those makes tonight in that 46% uh, shooting came from those three guys. And... I think I think you can count on two or three of those guys hitting hitting on any given night along the way. Sixty yeah. percent for three from those three, you'll take that all day. How are you guys feeling about campaign? Because I have seen a lot of people asking for campaign to figure it out for uh, to hopefully find who he was before the injury. Do you think he just needs a little more time as well? I didn't think he was terrible. I, I, yeah, he needs some time to get back into the flow of things. People are super hard on campaign for whatever reason. I, I mean, I know he's the backup point guard. And, uh, you know, the balance of the free world apparently is in his <laughs> grasp. Like, I, it's going to be okay. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get back into his groove. He was in a good groove to start the season. He didn't just lose that. 
He got injured. He'll bounce back. He's going to be fine. He'll be an adequate backup point guard. But again, it, on this team, we have got to get – this is a Suns thing. This is definitely a Suns thing because we have been blessed with tremendous point guards over the history of this franchise. We just have. And so people immediately want to identify point guard or backup point guard as to the reason why uh, sets can be initiated and all these other – like this team is not going to be a traditional – team like that like yeah campaign's gonna get his minutes but they're gonna stagger those the the big four as much as possible and you're gonna see guys like kd you're gonna see guys like book bringing the ball up to court initiating the offense we saw it against dallas we saw it against the bulls we saw it multiple times like so campaign just needs to be adequate he needs to not turn the ball over more importantly than anything else he's got to stay out of foul trouble and take smart shots if he does those four things that's exactly what you need him to do, and he'll be fine. But if we're if we're hinging the hopes of our championship on campaign, I'm here to tell you you're going to be severely disappointed. No, he should be he should be an added bonus, right? Yes. Seven assists tonight, three rebounds. He had eight points. You know, he shot forty percent. The the thing that was discouraging was the 0-5 from three. But mm-hmm. I mean, eighteen minutes if you're getting eight points, seven seven assists, and three rebounds out of that spot, you've done your job. Like that's I I don't need more than that from campaign on a given night. Now, where it becomes problematic is if CP3 were to get hurt. That's where the concern is. And I think people are so concerned with campaign because we've seen the Jekyll and Hyde of campaign. Mm -hmm. We've seen how great he can be at times and in particular in a playoff series. And then we've seen him fall off the table like the guy that was out of the league at one point. But when has campaign mostly thrived? Playoff time. Well, in now the starting, got, unit. In the starting the unit. unit, yes. Mm-hmm. So if 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 CP3 does get injured, then you got to hope that he can, re, re, you know, revert to his form uh, with the starting group. So again, you're not you're not really seeing the true campaign because it is Jekyll and Hyde. He's which one's the good one? Hyde. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's it's <laughs> Doctor Hyde and Mister Jekyll. Jekyll's the bad one. Okay, so so he's Hyde with the starting unit. Maybe he's Jekyll with the with the bench. But we've seen him come through in the playoffs. We've seen him play at a big time level. What he's doing right now, though, is very much reminiscent of what Landry Shamit was doing uh, prior to this year, where everything was just sped up. His jump shots a little too flat. He's uh, when he's launching on his on his threes. He's not really elevating. He's more like pushing and kind of jumping out too far in front. And when you do that, you kind of lose your rhythm. You kind of lose your balance, and it's not ideal. So he's just got to reset himself a little bit, slow down, slow the game down, and he'll be fine. Yeah, I think um, my biggest concern is not Chris Paul getting hurt, but what we saw tonight as far as Kevin Durant getting hurt. Because Kevin Durant, when he is inserted into that second unit, elevates everyone's play. And in the first quarter, the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, when we saw that full bench lineup, it was tough to watch. I think they were outscored by the Thunders bench 14 to 4. Granted, they did get better as the game went on, but that was a concerning stint of basketball. I just I, we're not going to see these all bench lineups in the yeah. in the near future, right? Uh I just I you're not going to have to have to worry about that too much. Tonight was weird because rotation changed on the fly with the KD injury, and and so be it. But, yeah, it, it was ugly. But, you know, in most cases, if you're playing your entire bench, uh, you know, and you're playing against any of the starters of the other team, 
it's going to tend to not look all that great. Like if these guys were so good, they'd be starters in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. I just that's that's the thing here. They're bench guys for a reason, and tonight the bench did not perform all that poorly. I mean, obviously Terrence Ross was fantastic, but I mean D Lee came in, had nine points, six rebounds in in eight or in sixteen minutes. I mean that's not a bad night a, at all. You know, you you probably wanted a little bit more from Ish Wainwright in the seventeen minutes, but. He got additional minutes because KD was out there and because he came through the night before. Uh, again, this bench is going to do what it needs to do to hold leads for this team. And and they won by 31 tonight. I mean, yeah, there's, there's not much more you can ask for. This is fair. This is fair. All right. It's March. You know what comes with March? A lot of madness. Yes, we're talking March madness and all of the brackets. And we've teamed up. With Run Your Pool to give you a chance to complete or to compete in a bracket challenge. So head on over to play.runyourpool.com slash PHNX. One more time, play.runyourpool.com slash PHNX to get your picks in uh, when the brackets go live. And you're going to be competing against us here at PHNX. So bragging rights are on the line. This is your chance to talk shit to all of us. Because hopefully you can get a W. And first place will win $300 cash and a $75 PHNX locker gift card. Second place will win $150 cash prize. And third place will win a $50 cash prize. It's free to play. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come hang come hang out with us. Emma, can I get the uh, two shot here? I'm going to kick your ass in the <laughs> bracket challenge. Any of you that come for it. You better sign up. Because I'm going to hand your ass to you. All oh, right. boy. Uh, hello in the chat Figured said. that might get more people. Involved, so. <laughs> hello in the chat said. Was that a question, Lindsay? Yes. And now you're in my head about it. Hello. So thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now it's going to take me like two weeks to figure out how to transition into ads again. Oh, uh, shit. You just screwed it up. No, lean, you screwed it up, hello. lean into it. Just ask questions No, it's going to give me anxiety lean now. I'm going to be stressed all the time. Just know it's your fault. Hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, one more additional thing I want to tell you guys about. I missed out on this yesterday, and I was really, really bummed. You guys went to game show battle rooms. Oh, my gosh. And it looked like it was so much fun, and I'm really sad. Tell me all about it. Look, it was one of the most fun uh, events I've been to. I saw him have a different version of the story. <laughs> we'll get into Were it. Were you bad? But, like, this was, I, I, I ran into this in a Facebook ad a couple months ago. I said to Saul... Uh, and Max or had a partnership that said, we got to do this one. This looks like it'll be a hell of a lot of fun. If you've ever wanted to be on a game show, it's like literally living out your game show fantasies there for like an hour and, and 15 minutes. We split uh, split up our entire staff into two teams. We went head to head. My team uh, kicked Saul's team's ass. I... That's just the way it happens sometimes. But I mean... It was a lot of fun. I even think, even in losing, I think you found some joy in just the the event itself, right, Saul? Yeah, absolutely. And what's funny about this is that, like, all the people that were talking shit, right? Everybody loves to talk shit. That's when, literally when, what when, we do. When, yeah, when, when they when they're winning, right? Uh, I I was listen. I had a ha- I had handicapped people on my team, like people that just did not know what the fuck they were doing at all oh, no. people that didn't even throw out a word for a question like 
It was bullshit. You know it was. Totri and Damon just sat there mute the whole time. It was awful. But okay. the experience was fucking awesome. So hey, hey all I hear is no 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 excuse. No 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 excuse. I what I meant to say was I was handicapped by my teammates. Thank you. Thank Not you for- I had handicapped teammates. My bad. Thank you for I was correct. trying to say it and I that's was like, wait, fair. hold on. All right. As I'll I thought about it, I was like, wait, that's not the right and term. Saul Sorry. did have Saul did have some good answers and came through. Uh some of his teammates did not. Uh, yes. I'll say that. But you guys can follow them on Facebook at Game Show Battleroom PHX <laughs> or check them out at gameshowbattlerooms.com to book your fun today. All right, we've got a couple super chats to get to. Ethan, thank you for your super chat. Ethan said, Dwayne Rankin reporting KD is in a boot. Sad face pain. Well, he said that somebody somebody saw KD walk out um, with a boot. That's pretty standard operating procedure. Yeah, for an ankle, case, for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. Gerald also gave us a little update, which he'll be joining us shortly. He said, Monty Williams on Kevin Durant's ankle, quote, no, we don't no right now we'll get more testing done tomorrow but right now it's just an ankle sprain and we don't have anything official to report so all we'll hear is ankle soreness until we know that he's back yeah. that's yeah. all we're gonna get as long as that's what we hear i yeah. don't want to hear yeah, that's true. <laughs> i don't want to hear anything else tomorrow like oh no something more severe so yeah uh, i'll take i'll take he's day-to-day with ankle soreness i I don't know that. Still, Unless his name is Landry Shamit. I mean, Marco I in the that. chat said the Suns don't know what soreness means, though. This so is, this, this is true. So, so here's a bet. Here's a bet. Want to make a bet? It depends on what it is. Come on, is let's this make a bet. Depress Tell me, me what it is. It's not going to okay. depress you. Tell me what it is. Which one do you want to return earlier, or which one do you think will return earlier? Landry Shamit or Kevin Durant? I you would want, say, it much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be Kevin Durant. I, I, I feel really bad for Landry Shamit, but honestly, the fact that they sent him home from the road trip tells me that it is legitimately either Serious. very severe or they quite literally cannot yeah, diagnose him, and that's an even bigger issue. I think the other thing, too, and uh, Emma, do we have the, that video clip of, of him that I sent in the chat? No. Um, so there was, uh, Cam Cox actually put out a video that was after the twist of the, of the ankle Mm -hmm. and he was still putting up shots. He was jumping off of that foot, uh, multiple times on one, one legged floaters, um, still getting his work in. Um, maybe he was going a little slower than he normally would, but he did go through all everything. It didn't look like it was crazy severe. So hopefully just a little bit of ice rest and elevation and he'll be good. What bothers me though, is if this was a precautionary thing, why don't you stop him from warming up then the second you see it happen and say, just go to the back, right? It might not have hurt immediately. He might've stopped moving when he went to the back and started to see it swelling or it started to bruise or it just felt bad. And that's when they made that call. When you watch it though, if any of those trainers saw it, I'm surprised it wasn't shut it down right away. Don't keep jumping on it. Shut it down just in case. I mean, and granted, we have the benefit of going slow. Here's the clip that we're talking about and you guys can make a, a... you know, an educated guess for yourself, but um, you know, this is KD just kind of running around, uh, going through his warm up afterwards. I thought we had it. Sorry. There he goes. Uh, so you know, still getting everything in, still getting his work in. Now, the the most important part, and we can cut it after this, is when he goes and does a one legged floater, uh, not right there, but right after this, uh, which I that that tells me if it, it's promising. Again, it was his left foot that he hit. Um, and so I, hopefully 
That wasn't it, but okay. Priscilla says, Espo not aware of adrenaline. No, I get that adrenaline could carry him. I understand why he's doing it. I'm talking about the people that are, are supposed to have the guardrails there and, and say, hey, you know what, let's let's back off. I mean, when you look at it, and, and I know we had the benefit of seeing it in slow motion, but there there's a still shot from the video itself, and his ankle is almost folded in half. Yeah, but I also like it depends on how how much weight was happening. Like he literally was just about to go up for a shot um, and and he he pulled up pretty quick. So I don't I don't think it's really going to be that. It'd be far worse if he fell down on somebody's foot. Yes. Um, if he had all that weight coming down, that's mm-hmm. what makes those injuries far, far worse. But yeah. this wasn't that. So hopefully it's not as bad as. Fingers crossed. We hope. I'd like to make an apology from pregame too. Everybody's saying it was a slip. We see the initial video, and I called out the ball boys for not mm. wiping up the floor well Coming enough. Coming after those kids, And you man. know what? I apologize. I know you're out there working hard for next to nothing, trying to live out a dream of being on that NBA court. And my sincerest apologies for claiming that any of you should potentially be fired. That was a bit of an overreaction in the heat of the little, moment. Little Jimmy got his first day on the job. He's 13 years old. You go, hey, I'm just, I'm just going to be here for I Kevin the Durant. Boxer. And then Kevin Durant sprains his ankle and this asshole I is mean, over here like, fire this kid. To be Fuck fair. that kid. It didn't look like he slipped. It no, looked like no, he landed and then the yeah. ankle buckled. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? Either way, all so, we know is that oh, so we're all hopeful that it'll. Here's the left. The, here's did, the jump. I did pull screenshots. So I have six screenshots of the initial of, jump. Of the injury? Uh, yeah. yeah. Of oh, the injury. Okay. Do you want it? Yes or no? Yes. Let's show sure. it. Let's show it so we can prove that the ball boys are innocent. And I am sorry that I didn't give you your proper due earlier. So here, okay. here we go. He's going up, and yeah, this is this is not a slip. This is he came back down, and the ankle folded. I mean, yeah. it and just, literally folded. <laughs> it just looks like it just turned. That's, also, I don't know. Also, another thing is, uh, and uh, I don't know for sure, but most athletes, uh, I know everybody's like, why don't they wear high tops? Why don't they wear high tops? Well, high tops was the poor man's way of wrapping your ankle because you didn't have tape. Okay. <laughs> Uh, most of these athletes get their ankles taped before they come onto the court. It's almost a guarantee for this very reason. So it's not it's not a big deal that he's not wearing high tops. Most guys in the league don't even wear high tops anymore. So that's definitely a 1990s thing, guys. Sorry. All right. So we have a couple of super chats. This one's from Trevor. Trevor, thank you. They said they're playing it safe. Confident he'll be back. I agree. I think they're playing it safe more than anything. Um, hopefully he won't miss too much time. Uh, Jelani, thank you for your super chat. They said, I'm not a doctor, but I feel he'll miss at least two games, three games max, because he was able to explode off the right and land on the same left ankle. I'm assuming they're talking about at the end of the warm-up. So I hope so. Uh, Also not a doctor, but that would be wonderful. HM with a super chat, on the other hand, from Dr. David Chow, uh, says... They have KD out for weeks in their ana- analysis. KD was in a boot. So I don't know who this doctor is, but we we have seen a lot of sports doctors David. take to Twitter to try and share what they're seeing from injuries. So Dr. Chow um, is kind of renowned for this uh, across social media. He kind of gives his, his two cents on 
uh, preliminary injuries. He did the same thing actually with our guys. We, they actually ran up into him at uh, Radio Row for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they asked about Kyler Murray, and he's actually the, one of the first ones that said, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyler Murray came back early. And then literally the next week, uh, the prognosis on Kyler was very much improved from where it was. So hopefully he's not right about this, but you never know. So he might be like the Shams or Woj of injuries? Maybe. When it comes from a doctor perspective? Look, I went to school for eight years. I did stay uh, in a Holiday Express last (laughs) night. And I'm just going to say, who the hell knows? I did watch Grey's Anatomy once. (laughs) Look, look, even even the Suns trainers don't seem to know when this happens, exactly what the, uh, how long it's going to be. Look, they'll figure it out. We're all guessing. None of us know except for the guys that looked at his ankle in the back room, and they probably don't even know because if there's any swelling, you probably got to wait till that comes down to f- really understand what's going on yeah. as well. So I've sprained my ankles multiple times. I've tried every trick in the book, okay, from icing it right away, which is obviously what they're going to have, what they probably did, and they have way better, uh, you know, medical material or whatever you want to call it, um, devices to be able to try and get keep that yeah. swelling out, stimulation, ice, all the above, right? Um, I even put witch hazel on my ankle once. That shit didn't work. Don't try that. Um, but some people swear by it. So you just never know. People respond in different ways. It also depends on how many times Kevin Durant has sprained his ankle yeah. uh, in terms of the recovery. So I'm just saying, one time in college, I sprained my ankle in high heels and it just like literally snapped basically the same way, but in like five-inch heels. I was fine the next day. Oh, well, good. So, Katie will be playing in five-inch <laughs> heels on Saturday. Katie will be fine on Saturday is bank. what I'm telling you. Like, uh, don't even worry about did it. Did you see hello? Hello said, <laughs> even when Espo sounds sincere, he sounds sarcastic. You do, though. <laughs> you kind of do. Very true. Uh, I know that one guy sent us a super chat and that said, fire the person who installed the court. Just kidding. Only if it was the kids <laughs> that did No, I'm just kidding. Never mind. I mean, can we just... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we need to find... Um, somebody that we can take, or something, not someone, but something that we can take this anger out on. Look, I, I feel like we Who need, can we blame that is not a real-life human being? I feel like we need to, like, sacrifice something to the basketball gods or the sports gods. All weird things happen in this town. when it, It's like we can't have nice things. Everybody, stop looking at me like I'm suggesting we sacrifice one of the ball boys to, to get this rectified. I'm talking about, like, give me a, a Kennedy... Uh, 1964 and a half silver dollar like they flipped in uh, in the coin toss for Kareem. Let's melt that bad boy down in, into something, something symbolic that we can we can sacrifice to the basketball gods. Didn't Kennedy die in 1964? Damn, yeah. that's not a good omen. Uh, uh, 60, gonna... November of 63, saw so, oh, in Dallas. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to move right on. November 23rd, if I'm correct. Uh, Libertarian sent us a super chat earlier in the show and said, was at the game tonight. Vibes were horrible. Felt like the pregame show was funeral. Yeah. I mean. The vibes were not immaculate. They were, but were were they honestly bad the whole game? Because I feel like when Devin started to get hot, it turned things around. I mean, no. Am I no. am I the I mean, only it, one that like just leaned into? No, it was that. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe you compartmentalized better than, than I mean, than I, I did for that. sure tonight because I was. That's the cloud. Like, I don't give a shit about beating OKC. I want to make sure KD's all right so we can have him against the Bucks next week and see what that looks like, and against the Kings on Saturday to see what that looks like, and or the Warriors on Monday. Like, oh, I didn't give a shit about this game. Look, I enjoyed watching book. 
but I hate to say this, it's nothing we haven't seen from Book before. True. I've never seen KD play in purple and orange at the Footprint Center. So, so I think there was a little bit of a, well, that's not quite what we were expecting. Also, this I, we talked about load management before the game and how it hurts the fans. I really genuinely feel bad for all the people that paid so much money to try and come to this game tonight to see Kevin Durant in his home son's debut, and um, it, it's just it's just unfortunate for them. It's going to be okay. I mean, it was... I, I, KD's going to be fine. He's going to come back. Hopefully everything's going to be fine. And, yes, it's you're still rooting for Booker and, and company, and they, the Suns got to win. That was not unexpected, though. So this is like a cloud hanging over the, the whole team. Did you really expect Book to go off for 44 points in 23 minutes I or mean, 28 I, minutes? I mean, I, I kind of figured he was going to go for 35 I, at least. I always feel like it's a possibility. I mean, yeah. This is the fourth straight game he went for 35 or more. Like it's not like it's not like he had been averaging 12 points a game uh coming into this and he dropped 44. It, yeah. It's you know, I hate to say it, but yes, we've come to expect this. So it wasn't it wasn't earth-shattering. It was fun, but it wasn't earth-shattering. Do you want to feel a little bit better tonight though? Sure. All right. Uh the Bulls in Denver tonight uh beat the Chicken 117-96. So. Ouch. So I mean, tasty. Dip that shit with some sweet and sour sauce. They wanna, they wanna laugh at our pain. Well, we can do it right back. (laughs) Dance on those graves, baby. Uh, (laughs) uh, Espo HM said basketball Cthulhu. Uh, In response to you asking, like, what kind of shenanigans do we need to do? How do we sacrifice basketball Cthulhu? Is that possible, or are we sacrificing two Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Oh, okay. Where where has he been, by the way? I don't know. Uh, Psycho Blue's Cthulhu. still in our uh, Psycho Blue's in, in the Discord, Discord a lot more, time. but we haven't seen him in shows we lately. Shows for a little bit. Yeah. But hi, Psycho Blue, we miss you. Uh, okay, I, I, we have a couple more super chats to get to. Uh, Leo, thank you for your super chat. They said, Lindsay and Emma, happy International Women's Day to you guys. Thanks, Leo. Appreciate you. Thanks for being here with us. Say something, Emma. How about thank you? Thank you. <laughs> Happy so International Women's so Day, everybody. Terrifying. I was like, please don't talk to me. I get nervous. <laughs> Espo's Burner sent us a super chat in the pregame show that I completely forgot to read. So my bad, Espo's Burner. Uh, but thank you for your super chat. They said, quote, Luca is pretty thick. Saul Bookman on March 7th, 2023. What'd yes. you do, Saul? I mean, it's not a lie. I think I said he was thick. I mean, yeah. it's factually true. Was are we just yesterday. stating facts today? I think yeah, so. it's just a quote from yesterday's show. Just a quote from yesterday's show. Okay. I mean, check I'll it out, everybody, it. if you missed it. Espo's thick. It's factually true. So is Luca. What's the point? All right, and then Magic <laughs> sent us a super chat, and they said a Kogi podcast was fire. So that is Josh Kogi was on a podcast recently. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not. Checked it out. I saw some clips from it. It seemed like it was pretty good. Josh Kogi seems like a really cool dude. Well, maybe he we'll talk about chill. that tomorrow. Yeah, maybe we'll dive into it a little bit or more maybe tomorrow. maybe we'll get Josh on this show and you can see just how cool he is today. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, and then, Trevor, thank you call. for your super chat. They said, I'm curious, is Gerald the only one allowed at post-game interviews or can any of you tag along? Probably just want to take you guys. Just kidding. Uh Technically, any of us could go at any point in time, but we've delegated Gerald to that role because he writes as well, so it makes more sense for him to have 
all of the notes and quotes directly from Monty and the players. Trevor, Don't we're be. sitting here sweating over a hot microphone to bring you this post game show. If we were in, if we were in the press conference, you'd have nothing right now. We're here for you, and Gerald comes in to provide the info. That's so, why we're here. So when everybody was originally hired, everybody had predetermined roles already. And since Gerald has been a writer this entire time, mm -hmm. that's why he's there. Lindsay's been a host before, so that's why she's here. And we're we've been assholes our whole life, so that's why we're here. So <laughs> we said stupid Fantastic. shit too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're good at so, it. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how that one works. But no, we've we've all been there multiple times. Like if it's something bigger, we'll go. Things like that. But we want to be here for you guys. So that's why we're here. Yeah. Oh, you best believe if there's like a game seven in the finals, I ain't here for you people. I'm at the game. So I mean, no, that I'll is true. Espo probably will be at the game. <laughs> all right. So before Saturday's game, there's a few things you guys need to do. One, you need to go to your local grocery store or wherever, pick up some Four Peaks beer and get ready for the game in style, whether it's the Sun's Brew, the Wow Wheat, the Hazy IPA, the Kilt Lifter, whatever Four Peaks beer is your cup of tea, make sure you pick some up because Four Peaks beer and Sun's basketball go hand in hand, especially when it's a weekend game and a Saturday night at 8 p.m. against Kings. You got to make sure you're ready. Also, just a real quick nugget, sorry, tidbit ah. from our friends over at Four Peaks. St. Patty's Day, it's just around the corner. And the best place to spend your St. Patty's Day is, of course, the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Get to hang out with all of your favorite degenerates and enjoy a really good time. As a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. And then the second thing you need to do is if you are sitting at home watching Suns games on really uncomfortable chairs or couches, you need to hit up our friends over at More Furniture so that you can get some comfy chairs or some loungers uh, like the ones that we have, the recliners that have the different settings, however far back, however high you want your feet, the little neck rest thingy, the charging port, all the things. You can only find really amazing furniture like that at More Furniture. It's the best place to save big on furniture in the valley. So check them out at morfurniture.com. I'd like to welcome all the Lakers fans who must have nothing else to do in their life uh, in the chat. We appreciate you. Your view counts just like anybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have one more super chat. This one's from Laking. Thank you, Laking. Appreciate it. said, is Katie actually in a walking boot? And do you guys think it's a precaution? Or I, sorry, do you guys think it's a precaution? I think he's all right. So yeah. we just went over this laking, but I don't know. Are you guys, how, what's your guess? How many games? If you just had to take a guess. I hope it's no games. I hope it's just a precaution. <laughs> they just want to make sure that they he doesn't have a stress fracture or something um, more severe than just a, a sprained ankle. Um, he probably was fine walking out of the building, I hope. I mean, he was able to play. And yeah, the adrenaline is there, but players in, in pregame and stuff like that, they can still feel when things are a little bit off. So I doubt, I doubt KD would have just played through it in, in pregame. So that's what I'm hoping for. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to guess he's out Saturday, but back uh, early next week, either for the Warriors or the Bucks. I think, uh, I think it's probably one game for precaution, even if it's just a simple roll and, uh, and then back at it. So. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not overly, overly concerned. So Gerald Borgay is trying to call in right now to hopefully give us some more updates. But one thing he did tweet out was that Devin said tonight about KD obviously missing his 
home debut or the one we expected anyway, quote, we'll reschedule the party. I'm sure he'll be back or I'm sure they'll be back. The people that missed out tonight, I tried to give them a little something. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> uh, if KD should not play on Saturday, mm -hmm. man, you're going to rue the day that you did not buy tickets to our takeover because then we will have the first game back for KD oh, next week true. on Thursday. Now, Tuesday's a, a home game. Oh, that's oh, right. Never, so mind. Could be Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. He also but if said, he's out till Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Devin also said on the injury, it is what it is, but nothing serious. So we'll get him back right. So Devin is saying nothing serious. So we'll see. Devin said he found out right before the game when he saw KD on the table. So. I forgot that one year at Kentucky equals an eight-year doctorate anywhere else. Well, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I'm sure KD said to him, hey, look, I'm I'm fine. sure he I did. They probably there. had a conversation about yeah. it. I don't know. Ballers know. They'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan, thank you for your super chat. Said, book deserves the crown for tonight, but we can't discount Terrence Ross. He came up big in that third to put the suns up big. Keep, up, keep it up, T. Ross. Yep, we yeah. agree. We gave Terrence Ross his flowers early on in the show. It was really nice to see him uh, come into his own with the Sun Squad. Very much so. Emma, how we doing? Um, so, oh, <laughs> you know, oh, we're going to find right. out because last time he tried to call in, he hung up on me. So oh, well, two seconds. Of course. Mm -hmm. so our, our favorite man out there at the arena getting ready to provide you with all the insight that he has from out there. And hopefully it is all... Uh, sunshine and rainbows because i can't take anything other than that tonight okay. <laughs> i'm ready are right, you ready cue it yeah. Up. yeah in the darkness beyond the light there shall only be one welcome to hi gerald hey, hi everybody how you doing <laughs> Guy, well, let's just let's just start with it, Rip Gerald. You know off. what everybody wants to hear about. Just tell, tell us the, the latest. Yeah, so Monty didn't have an official update after the game. Obviously, he did refer to it as an ankle sprain, which we could all tell from looking at the uh, video. It was pretty clear that he rolled his ankle there. Um, Devin Booker was a little bit more nonchalant about it. He was saying it didn't, it wasn't anything serious, and they're going to get him back once he's right. Um, but obviously there was that report from AZ Central's Dwayne Rankin that he was in a walking boot after the game. We didn't see him. He was already out of the locker room, so none of us could confirm that visually, uh, but that is something to keep in mind, and so it, we're just going to have to wait and see. Tomorrow they're going to get more testing and imaging done, and then we'll have a better idea of what kind of grade we're talking about when it comes to the ankle sprain and how long he might be sidelined. So. Uh, unfortunately, not much in the terms of tangible updates at this time, but hopefully we'll have a better idea tomorrow. Um, but Book said he doesn't think it's anything serious. Did you ask him if he actually talked to KD or if that was just like him throwing out wishful thinking? It, I don't know if it was wishful thinking, but he, you know, he kind of echoed what Chris Paul had said, like no disrespect to Kevin Durant, but like when we found out that he wasn't going to play, we immediately switched gears to, all right, we're good. Like we're chill. We don't need to panic or worry. Like obviously against a shorthanded Thunder team, that's very different compared to the upcoming playoff stretch. Um, but no, we, we didn't ask him specifically if he talked to KD. He did find out before the game 
when he saw Kevin Durant on the table. So I'm assuming they probably talked at some point. Uh, but like I said, he didn't show up on the bench all night. And he wasn't in the locker rooms afterwards when we were able to get in there. So, um, you know, who's to say? How, how we were talking about it here. I mean, we've come to kind of expect this from book. Is that kind of the, the attitude out there too? Hey, it was another book night. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, honestly, I asked Chris Paul about it and he was saying, I expect it from him. And Monty Williams was saying, you know, we don't take anything like that for granted, but we have seen it before. Um, you know, Book admitted that he was trying to put on a little bit extra of a show tonight for the disappointed fans that were obviously here to see Kevin Durant's debut. So uh, ever the Suns hero, I guess, whatever hometown kid, whatever you want to call him, uh, he was more than cognizant of the fact that, like, there were a lot of fans that came and paid a lot of money to see Durant's debut. They were probably disappointed, but Booker gave them a show. Um, and Monty was saying that his scoring was kind of instrumental in setting the tone from the start because when you lose a guy like Kevin Durant just, you know, less than an hour before tip-off, it can be a little demoralizing, but Book kind of came out, set the tone, um, and he really liked the way that the Suns responded as a whole because of that. Terrence Ross is here. He was fantastic. Uh, what, what was your overall perception of how he played out there tonight. What did you see differently outside of just making a ton of shots? Yeah, I mean, outside of making a ton of shots, I, I think he was a little bit more passable on defense. Obviously, again, when you're talking about a Thunder team that's missing like four or five of its best players, that's a little bit easier. Um, but he wasn't targeted as much on that end, and he was more than able to make up for it on the other end by playing with confidence, by shooting the ball. Um, you know, a lot of Book and CP3 were both kind of marveling at the way that he's able to get some of those shots off because he has such a slow release, but a high release point that he's able to get it off over contests um, and not be bothered by them, even though, you know, it feels like he's had wide open looks, but because his release is so slow, they all turn into contested looks, which is kind of what we've seen in Orlando. Um, and that's a valuable skill to have on a team like this, especially when he is going to be getting open looks just to be able to knock those down, no matter if there's a hand in his face or not. Um, so, you know, and, and Chris Paul was saying that he likes his spirit. Um, and Monty was saying he's actually talked to him about not deferring when he's out there um, because obviously they want him for offense. So he was saying there have been a couple possessions where he's looking to pass and he was saying, you know, just be you. I want you to be you. Um, so we might have seen a little bit of that tonight. Uh, any any thoughts shared on or, or any thoughts you have on the DeAndre Ayton performance tonight? Uh, quiet again uh, on the offensive end. Uh, any thoughts that, on what you saw? Not really. I, I think this is going to be something that ebbs and flows, and I know that the PDA crowd is not going to hear this, but the offense is operating efficiently right now, um, and it's part of what defenses are taking away. Some nights it's going to be taking away DA on that role and trying to cover his gravity that opens things up for everybody else on the perimeter. I do think they can still do a little bit better job of working him in during some of those lulls in the second and third quarters, but like the offense is still humming right now, even without KD tonight. Um, and, and Chris Paul was saying that one of the biggest areas of growth for him that he's seen compared to even last year is just understanding that understanding that some nights it's going to be, you know, 15 to 20 shots. Some nights it's going to be like the last couple of games where it's not as many shots, but as long as he's efficient and, and defends and continues to set those screens to roll the way that he does to attract that attention in the middle, it's going to open things up for everybody else. So 
they're more than aware of what he brings to the table in that respect. Um, it's just a matter of being able to develop some of those counters in the situations where the shots aren't falling and defenses are taking away DA. That'll be the adjustment for them in the near future. Is there anything else that stood out to you from what you saw tonight or heard from Monty or the players? Not really. I, I do think, you know, obviously tonight was a little bit of a bummer, a little bit of a letdown. Um, we're going to have to wait and see the severity of KD's injury. It did feel like a very Arizona sports thing to happen in one of the most anticipated debuts in the history of sports in this state. Um, but hopefully it's nothing severe. Uh, and when asked, you know, if he's worried about how much time they'll have to gel together, Chris Paul just gave us a big nope. So uh, hopefully they do get enough time to bring it all together, but there's more than enough talent to make up for that lost time, I think. Yeah. All right, Gerald, the last thing I have for you is I just wanted to um, tell you to guess who's within $4 of the top of the leaderboard again. I can't even remember who was at the top, but I'm guessing it's you. <laughs> yeah, there Saul we go. Saul hit a $100 <laughs> bet the other night against the yeah. Mavs. He, go, he went up over like $108 over us. And I finally am back within I'm within four now. It was Very wild. Nicely done. It was Very wild on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Gerald, don't don't gas her up it's like been that. Fun. Don't gas her up. <laughs> Nobody I needs that. I always gas up my teammates. <laughs> Not no, that. No, okay. no, no, no. Don't you do. even try. No. He loved it when no. you won. I'm no. bright. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't we don't forget, Girth. <laughs> Thanks, Gerald. I appreciate you. No problem. You guys have a good one. <laughs> Bye. All right, gentlemen, I either have one fun topic for us or we could say goodbye. One fun topic. All right, fun topic. We got to brighten so, this mood up. There's this. <laughs> Not um, sure this will. <laughs> there's a tweet that came out that we saw. Emma, you want to throw that up on the screen so I can read it? Basically, scientists have revived a, quote, zombie virus that spent 48,500 years frozen in permafrost. And we decided to bring it back to life. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. We've had the zombie conversation on this show before on whether or not you'd want to live through it or not. So we already know the answers to those. No, no, yes. Okay, that's no for Lindsay, no for us, but yes for Saul. I mean, Jesus. I'm I'm not trying to live in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. So now that we already know those answers, the question is: If you had to survive, what would your game plan be? What are you doing? What's the plan? Oh man, I'm probably barricading all the stairwells, and I'm just li- living at the. Oh, you're staying the t- in this building on the top floor. Yep. Okay. See, I feel like it's it's just find a bunker up, you know, like they're, they're, where are you they're, just gonna find a bunker, Espo? <laughs> like they're just a dime a dozen on the corner of every street. They, they are. I'm just gonna Wait, find a bunker. What year do you think this is? <laughs> Bunkers don't just go away. I mean, even <laughs> those ones I made in the 50s, yes. they're still there. Thank you very much. Where are the they, though? Oh, okay, look, I'm going to build myself a bunker. bunker I'm going to store 50 years worth of food in it, and I'm just going to live in there. Yeah. You know, you know, you no, know what he's going to do? He's going to fuck around and find himself in one of those fucking earthquake traps. You know what I'm saying? And nobody's going to be around to get him out, and that's just how it's going to go down. Look, I've already stated... 
I don't want to live through it. So do you think I care? That was not the exercise. <laughs> I Espo. told you how I would do it. I would find a bunker. Oh, dear God. Espo, you hoard too much to be living in a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm moving into the bunker, uh, because I just found out that there's a zombie apocalypse, I don't have time to take shit. I'm just going down there with as much food as I can bring. And that's that. Oh, no wife or kid? That's it. That's implied. That's so. implied. Oh, is it implied? implied. Okay, my yeah. Bad. Come okay. on, that's implied. All right. So <laughs> Tracy's in the chat saying, "I need to make better emergency Sweet. plans." <laughs> Sweetheart. Yes, of course you need to make He's the emergency like, please, plan. Please do it. If I'm making it, we're living 15 minutes. I mean, that's about as long as I plan ahead. So that's gonna happen. So I think I'm gonna chill in my house for a minute until things like you know you gotta you gotta outlast the very first like month where all the shit's popping off i have these really cool like shades on yeah, my house shown the metal yes, grates, they're basically. metal like <laughs> things that roll down and it's literally like completely closed off and it's metal and so i feel like i could put all of those down they're super dope you could black out my house like that and watch movies and it's yeah. amazing it makes you wonder where Lindsay lives where right i live in a right historic now. district and what, they were old what, school what part shutters. of history were you where is it from <laughs> You find them a lot in historic neighborhoods in Phoenix, okay? You just do. Phoenix was scary, apparently, back in the day. Anyway, I still have them on my house, so I feel like that would help a lot. And then you just board up the other things, right? And I live really close to a grocery store, too, so I feel like after I run out of the food that's just in my house, I feel like most things would have died down by then, so I could probably run to a grocery store and steal a couple things. And then I'm heading, low-key, heading to Sierra Vista. Of all places I know, but I'm going to Sierra Vista. Why? Because my whole family's down there and they're a little bit like country-ish if you catch my drift. So I feel like it would be a pretty good idea. Lindsay's definitely dying day one. Okay. Why? There's no chance. You can't. The grocery store first. Sweetheart. After like two weeks, three weeks. You think I have no food in my house, Emma? No. I'm an adult. I at least have enough to last me for like three days. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. What I'm saying is like. You're you live in an economy full of selfish motherfuckers. Those people aren't just taking one or two things. Wait, no, as much I know as that, but in can. every zombie we movie, had, there's at least oh, an, a can of beans left. Hold on a second. We had a pandemic and we ran out of goddamn toilet paper. You think there's going to be anything left after you wait three weeks inside no. your house? There will at least no. be a can no. of beans. No, no. That there will at least be, be a can of beans. The fuck out. A million percent. Whatever. So Lindsay's dying week three. How are you going to survive with no food on the roof of this building, bro? Have you seen how big this building is? I'm stocking up for days beforehand. You don't know that it's I saw coming. the tweet. I'm ready to go. As soon as we leave the office today, I'm Y'all stockpiling shit. You're so dying. You guys are all dying. They're what all are you doing? There's not even a vending machine in this building. Where are you getting the food? Honestly, this is what I would really do, okay? In, in all reality, right? I would find a way to get to the middle of of like an ocean, whatever, like one of those small, small islands that maybe are not inhabited or maybe just a few people are, are inhabiting it, then that's, that's and I'll take my chances there. Wait, what did you just say? You're what? A small island. In like How are you going to get there? Huh? How are you getting there? Nobody's stopping my car. You could drive to an island now? You, you could drive to the fucking coast and, and then take swim? a boat. I'm gonna swim, Lindsay. You There's honestly? no such thing as a boat. Okay, you're telling me I'm gonna die because I'm gonna try to go to a grocery store one time, but you're gonna try and drive to the coast. Yeah. I, 
You know what? Like and you're chances. not gonna die. <laughs> okay, Zal. Okay. I think Eli has an interesting point here. He says in a, in a zombie apocalypse, I'm going long term camping. I actually think driving out to the wilderness might be your best chance no. because how many people are going to be out there in the first place and second place? That's where everyone's going to go because all the zombies are in the city. So yeah. in order to avoid the zombies, you go to the yeah. And now you got to fight off people. Yeah. Have you not seen a zombie movie? The Look, people are just as deadly as the zombies. I, I think I think you know what I think one of us could figure out a way to be a leader of these people out in the, in the middle of the forest, <laughs> oh, <what>? right? <laughs> and, and you're gonna eventually have to make these communes like they do in Last of Us and all these other things. Like, so I'm I'm imagining one of us can uh, convince these people that we're charismatic and smart enough to lead them, and then we just become the leaders of all these crazy people out in the woods and, and make them farm for us. I feel like that's how we survive, right there. My God, are you serious right now? <laughs> I don't know. Oh I'm God. dying within the first the 15 other minutes. Um, the other part was if there was something in history that would be one of the worst things to bring back to life or quote unquote revive like the zombie strain, what would it be? Oh, well, the easy answer is dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, but that's pretty obvious. Worst that's, that's thing or obvious. coolest thing? Both. Well, the worst thing they bring back would be like the resurgence of like another pandemic type of thing like smallpox or like polio and like not have a cure for it like you motherfuckers be getting the shot then i know that <laughs> i mean when when, when when old james comes over to the house it's like all like like i can't fucking feel my back but yeah you should have got the goddamn vaccine guy um <laughs> I feel like any sort of bad person, like any sort of dictator throughout history would probably be a really bad one to bring back. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so many bad things to bring back. Like, I mean, like. Like dinosaurs aren't bad in and of themselves, but I think it would screw up our place on the, uh, in the. Pecking order. The There's plague. so many things. Yeah. Ooh, the plague would be bad. But the plague only ravaged the dirtier people. The ones who washed Do their hands. Do you see the office you work in and the people you work with? Yeah, we're all screwed. Yeah. You guys are dirty. As uh, let, me just, let, let me just let me just uh <laughs> just kidding. Damn. Says says the woman that looks like fungus is growing on her shoes right um, now. <laughs> look how clean my shoes are, Asphalt. Look at these bad boys. Clean. Oh uh, uh I mean, I feel like disco would be terrible to bring back. Like, uh, <laughs> discos would be fun. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of bad things you could bring back. <laughs> I mean, the the comedy stylings of Gallagher. Like, I mean, there's bad, there's there's bad, tasteless things to bring back. Can we all just agree that I would outlive Espo though? A uh, million percent. Can we at least agree on that? Also, can we also agree, like? Scientists, I, I what you do is uh, is valid for the world. It's super cool. However, comma, leave that shit alone. Yeah, like don't dig up fifty thousand year old viruses that have zombie like DNA in them. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah what? Why? Why is this thought to be the smart thing to do? It's been buried for fifty thousand years. We don't know what it does. Let's bring it back to life. No. And how do they bring Please, it back to life? No. I don't know. I don't know science like that. Were they like shot? Jumper so, cable. Yeah, jumper cables. <laughs> well, for one, somebody in the chat did say that it, this was like debunked or something. But I have seen them like go really deep down in Antarctica and be able to reach the water source and pull out like 
different living micronisms or whatever that are in there. And I think it's just like basically could be thawing them out. Right. Because haven't you found things like that that have been frozen and then they start moving again when they get unthawed? Yeah, it's have, called steak in my freezer. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it starts moving have you guys, again. Have yeah. you guys not seen Brendan Fraser's greatest work of cinematic genius, Encino Man? <laughs> That's right. It is unfreeze. That is the answer. It is. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've seen some videos oh, like God. that on TikTok. But, but I don't know, why? It's fun. Why? Why are we bringing? We already we have enough problems with the shit that's still alive here. Why are we oh bringing God, things yes. back? We're just trying to make it difficult on ourselves. Like we're, it's like a it's like a game of challenge or something like that. I bet we can't make it through this. Then we do, and they're like, "All right, let's find the next worst thing." Yeah, I like Cesar's answer here. It says worst thing would be Patrick Beverly's career. He never had one Crying to begin with. So <laughs> that was funny. All right. Is that it? Yes. Is that it? I, unless they've unfrozen something else since uh, oh. we started this. Eli said the plague was passed from infected fleas on rats. Washing your hands won't help, Lindsay. Uh, that was also it. That's why I think that's where like witches came from because single women had lots of cats and they kept the rats away so they didn't get as sick. So people were like, they're doing witchcraft. Because why aren't they getting sick? Who has cats? But it's just because they like cats because cats are cool. Who has cats on this? That sounds like something a witch would say so we didn't uh, figure out that they were a witch. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have a bunch of little random pieces of information and I get them all confused and blend them together. So, <laughs> so it is what of, it is. None of that was accurate. Welcome to my saying. crazy brain. All right. That'll do it for us here. Thank you guys for joining us to talk some Suns basketball. Hopefully... The next game will be the game where we get to see Kevin Durant play in Phoenix. If not, it's okay. It'll come eventually. Uh, but we will have a show for you tomorrow at 3 p.m. right here on our YouTube page to plan to come hang out with us then. And until we see you next time, you can follow the show on Twitter at BHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I'm off to buy a gross ton of Twinkies and a boat. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the...